You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with Brian Hoke. He's our MLB.com Yankees reporter. And, Brian, uh, we are talking about the outfield this week on the podcast as we get closer to spring training. We'll also touch on the World Baseball Classic and which Yankees are in and which Yankees are out of that. And, obviously, fans have two viewpoints of that. One, you'd, you'd like your guy just to be getting ready for the season. But you also love to see your guys in that World Baseball Classic. It makes it a little more exciting. But let's start with the outfield, Um, and it's an outfield that, once again, it appears will have Brett Gardner in left field to start the season. We've made it through another year of rumors swirling around Brett Gardner, and he is back again. And you know what? Every time he he goes through uh, these off-seasons with the trade rumors swirling, he gets to work in spring training, and he puts in another solid season on the field for the Yankees. Yeah, and and that's the thing about Gardner is that uh, while they didn't make any secret of the fact that he was available, they obviously wanted to upgrade the starting pitching if they could. Uh, it was going to take a lot to pry Brett Gardner away from the Yankees just because of the value he has. He, he's a plus defender, just won his first gold glove, hits at the top of the lineup, has speed. Uh, he's a very consistent player, um, always stays on the field, good in the clubhouse. So for a lot of reasons, Brett Gardner is an asset to the Yankees. I think that uh, given his contract situation, it's no surprise that teams were interested in him, but uh, like I said, it was going to take a lot to take him away from the Yankees, and at, at some point this offseason, Brian Cashman decided they'd be better off just keeping Brett Gardner and uh, going forward with what they have. So it'll be Gardner in left and Jacoby Ellsbury in center field once again. And, and Ellsbury was just looking at the numbers before the podcast in his time with the Yankees, Brian. And, and I guess you have to say overall, considering the contract they gave him, it's been a disappointing time. He's, at times he's been great, and he's been that guy that – we saw at times with the Red Sox, but really the story of Ellsbury's career is being unable to, I guess, stay fully healthy so that he can play up to so much potential that he has. So what's the, the viewpoint heading into 2017 for the Yankees and Ellsbury? Look, he, he still plays a, a decent center field, um, but I think that that dollar amount haunts him. Uh, I think that obviously he's one of the highest paid players on this roster. You're expecting a if not an MVP caliber performance, an all-star caliber performance, and the Yankees really just haven't gotten that a whole lot. So Alan Cockrell, the hitting coach, was talking last week about Ellsbury a little bit. It's interesting. Uh, Last year he had so many catcher's interferences. It was historic. Uh, We'd never seen anything like it, and it was kind of funny. We'd laugh about it every time it happens. But uh, Cockrell brings up the idea that maybe that's part of the problem for him. Maybe he's starting his swing too late. Maybe he's a little defensive. Maybe he's gotten a little too comfortable in the box, and and that's why he keeps clipping the catcher's glove. Um, They've looked at tape of when he was really good in Boston and compared it to with the Yankees, and uh, they've showed that to Ellsbury. It's not anything particularly groundbreaking. They tried it during the season last year, but it's tough to make uh, those kind of adjustments. But I I think you're going to see Ellsbury working on his timing a little bit. Uh, You're going to see some slight changes. I'm not sure if – uh, the naked eye will be able to pick it up in spring training, but uh, they are definitely trying to get more out of Jacoby Ellsbury this year. And 
uh, given their investment, I, I'm not surprised at all. And as he loses a step as he gets later in his career, you'd love to see some of those power numbers come back. I mean, here's a guy who was a 30-30 guy that one year in Boston where he almost won the MVP award, um, but that power has really gone away, and maybe that's part of what you're talking about um, if, he's, if he's late on the ball and he's not as aggressive as he once was. It could be. Uh, you know, I, I still don't think the Yankees are – Counting on Ellsbury to be a 30-homer guy, I think that was more of an outlier uh, if you look at his whole career. But if he can get on base, if he can steal some bases, uh, become a presence, I mean, they love when Ellsbury and Gardner are getting in pitchers' heads and, and they're kind of pests on the base pass. But they have to get on base for that to really work. And uh, Gardner's been better at it as, at times than Ellsbury. Uh, Ellsbury obviously has to stay healthy. That's been an issue, too. But uh, yeah, clearly, um, given the investment in him, the dollar amount, there's still a lot of time left on that contract. The, uh, the Yankees have to hope that Jacoby Ellsbury has more to show. And then when you look to right field, obviously it's, it's a big chance here for Aaron Judge to step in and kind of make that position his. Uh, how important is spring training for him? And if he does really struggle early on, um, who do the Yankees turn to to kind of help out and maybe fill in in that spot? Yeah, I think it's a huge opportunity for him. You know, even Hal Steinbrenner has talked about hoping that Judge can step up and take advantage of the opportunity. So uh, clearly you, you can tell which way the Yankees are hoping things go. Um, they saw Gary Sanchez come up. He was a force in the last two months of last season. Um, they, they hope that Judge can be that kind of guy. Uh, but, you know, time will tell. Um, he, he struck out a ton, and I don't expect him to strike out in 50% of his plate appearances for the rest of his career. If he does, it going to be pretty tough to stick around but I, I think that given his body type you know he's a tall big strike zone there's a lot of moving parts um it, there is an adjustment process and and that kind of tracks his entire career every time he's gone to a new level double a triple a the majors there's been a period of struggling followed by an adjustment and we just haven't seen the major league adjustment yet so i, I think that the more reps he gets this spring training uh, last year he was in big league camp, but you knew he wasn't really a contender to make the team. This year the opportunity is there. Let's see if he steps up and takes it. If not, I, I think the Yankees will go with Aaron Hicks. Um, Hicks was a disappointment his first year after coming over from the Twins, but uh, showed some good things when he got to play every day, and I think that could be big for him. Um, it, it is always tough for a young player to fit into a part-time fourth outfielder role, that kind of thing. Um, if he gets the reps, uh, the talent is definitely there. We've seen flashes of it, uh, the power, uh, the contact hitting, obviously the arm from the outfield. I mean, there's a lot of good things that Aaron Hicks can do. I think he just needs a chance to get that rhythm and show it on a regular basis. And if he does, I, I think he'll be a pretty decent player for them. Um, but Aaron Judge has a lot to say about that. Mason Williams also on the 40-man roster. Uh, Tyler Austin can play a little bit of right field. I guess Rob Refsnyder we've talked about maybe playing outfield as well as his ability to play around the infield. Um, so they have other pieces as well that can kind of step in there. When you look at a breakdown of a 25-man roster, though, uh, is Mason Williams going to be a guy that has to fight for his spot? Yeah, I, I, it's hard to see a, a scenario where Williams breaks camp with the team without an injury. But, uh, you know, anything could really happen. Um, the, the one good thing that Williams has in his favor is that he can play all three outfield positions. So they could put him pretty much anywhere. He's got that versatility. But that being said, you've got Jacoby Ellsbury, who can play center field, and Brett Garner can play left and center. So uh, Hicks can play all three. So uh, they, there's going to be a crowded competition. I, I think that as far as right field goes, it's going to be between Hicks and Judge. Um, and, and then if Gardner and Ellsbury get through the spring healthy, then – Mason Williams will be in AAA, and 
uh, be one of those first guys who gets called up on the shuttle. All right, so that's a look around the outfield for this team. Um, World Baseball Classic quickly approaching. It'll be played out during spring training, Brian, and the Yankees will have some players involved and some players that you thought maybe would be involved that aren't. One of those is Masahiro Tanaka, who's going to skip the World Baseball Classic, and I would think for the most part the Yankees and fans thrilled about that because obviously Tanaka still dealing with the I don't want to call it a, a ticking time bomb uh, in the elbow, but there's always going to be those concerns. So the least games you need him to pitch for someone else, the better. Well, yeah, and then, you know, he doesn't complain about the injury anymore, and I, I feel like it's something we just talk about a whole lot. But, look, he has a partially torn ulnar collateral ligament. That, that really doesn't heal. Uh, what you can do is manage it, and he's done a great job of doing that, but it, it's not going to just heal on its own without surgery. So uh, I think that... You look at the fact that he threw 199 and two-thirds innings last year. He had a terrific year. I, I don't think there are those people out there are saying, oh, go get the surgery anymore. I think that he has proven he can adapt and adjust as long as uh, he can keep everything together there. But, uh, yeah, sure, there's always the chance of a blowout. Um, and so I think that limiting that, um, look, he's got a lot of – a lot of factors here, too. I think the travel would have been tough for him to have to go back to Japan from Tampa uh, in the middle of spring training. I think that the fact that he can opt out after this season, so it's technically a, a contract year for him, uh, all those factor in. Plus, then you talk about the wear and tear on that right arm, and I think that uh, it, was, it was probably a no-brainer for Tanaka to sit this one out. Um, he's done it twice before, uh, but I think they'll get by without him, and he's, he's going to keep his focus on Opening day, April 2nd for the Yankees. So who is going to be involved in the the World Baseball Classic for the Pinstripers? Right. Well, Dallin Batances has committed to the Dominican Republic, and uh, it, it's possible he could be joined on that roster by Gary Sanchez. That's not official yet, but uh, that is definitely on the table. So I think that uh, the Yankees would probably prefer if Sanchez was in camp with their pitchers, but uh, I think that the, the appeal of playing for the DR might be too great for him, and you can't blame him for that. And uh, Didi Gregorius is going to play for the Netherlands, so he'll be on that star-studded Dutch roster. And uh, if you're going to see these guys in Yankee spring training, you want to come down and get your photos and autographs, you better do it a little early because uh, they're going to be busy a lot of the month. All right, great stuff as always, Brian. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.